0: Hi, welcome back to episode five of Grow Through It. My name is Peter. Today we are joined by Scripps reporter Elizabeth Ruiz. And if you want to introduce yourself a little bit.
1: Yes, hi, Peter. Um, So I'm a national reporter for EW Scripps Company, which owns more than 55 news affiliate stations across the country. In Colorado, the Scripps stations are Denver 7 and KOAA in Colorado Springs. And I'm a multimedia journalist, so that means I do everything in the storytelling process from finding story ideas to reaching out to people for interviews. And then I conduct and film the interviews, write the story and video edit everything together. And then once that's all done, finally, it goes to um, streaming devices, broadcast, and I publish it online.
0: Oh, wow. So are kind of like a jack of all trades in the, the news industry.
1: Yeah, for sure. When I was first going into this field, I was like, oh, I'll just be reading things on camera. And then uh, I went to school and they started putting us behind the camera and told us, you know, you're now expected to be a multimedia journalist. You have to be a one man band and do it all. And uh, the good news is that I actually really enjoy being behind the camera and video editing. So it, it fit very well for me.
0: That's good. You (laughs) you figured that out. Um, So about that, what kind of got you into journalism?
1: Uh, So actually my aunt was a news editor back when I was in elementary school and she took me to a station in Miami and it just seemed like so much fun to me, Um, you know, being on camera, telling stories. And then as I got older, Uh, journalism, I really just saw the importance of journalism, especially, you know, my dad, he was born in Cuba, and uh, came over to the US when he was 12 years old, and has talked to me my whole life about, you know, how it was growing up in communism, and how, you know, there wasn't really free speech and free press and the importance of like holding our leaders accountable. So that just really, you know, fueled my passion for becoming a journalist.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Where did where did you grow up?
1: I grew up here in Longmont. I was born in Florida, um, but moved to Colorado, to Longmont, Colorado, when I was six years old and, and went to elementary school, middle school, and high school here in Longmont.
0: Oh, wow. What elementary school did you go to?
1: I went to Eagle Crest.
0: Oh, okay. I went to Blue Mountain, the one like, it was a bit, uh, probably a bit later, but it's the one like right down the road.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember when they were building that.
0: Um, Kind of throughout your childhood or anything, do you remember learning about growth mindset principles or something like that, like persevering or seeing the good side in the bad situation?
1: Yeah, actually, my dad always talked about the importance of remaining positive. Um, and actually, I was very intrigued reading everything about growth mindset because, you know, in the job I am in now, people have always told me like, oh, you're just so good at what you do. And I'm like, well... I feel like I could be good at anything I put my mind to, as long as I I work hard and put in the time and the effort toward it. Um, So, yeah, you know, I think this is something that more people need to hear about.
0: Yeah, I think it's important too. Um, Do you kind of try to incorporate that with your coworkers too?
1: Hmm. Um, Yeah, I would say so. Like, you know, a lot of the times, you know, in all honesty, We are turning so much content. We all just get so exhausted with how much work we have. I mean, when there's not a pandemic, we're typically traveling every single week. And so it's easy to just kind of, you know, get down in the dumps and just be so, so tired. But, um, you know, again, remaining positive and just really holding on to the good that we're doing as journalists is what gets me through those difficult times, um, you know, knowing that I'm helping people and informing people, um, honestly, is what keeps me going. Oh,
0: that's that's really, that's really valuable. Um, how, is it hard for you to try to see the positives? And like, if you're ever reporting on a story, that's maybe kind of gruesome or scary? Is it hard to see the positives? If it may seem like there are none?
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that, because just about every story I do, I try to end on a positive note. And that was something that I learned very early in the industry. Um, But there are times when it just seems like, wow, this is so awful. I mean, take COVID, for example. Um, So many, like, I think every single person could think of a reason how this has been so difficult. And sometimes it's really easy to just feel like a loss of hope and like things aren't ever going to get better. But the other thing I've learned while being in this job is, you know, when I interview people with chronic illnesses or people who are going through so much in their life that I can't even imagine what that's like, they seem to be the most positive people I've ever met. And I'm like, you know, what keeps you so positive? Like, and they're like, you know, I don't really have another option. You know, I got to keep going. I got to stay positive. And, you know, I, I will be a lot happier with the mindset of things will get better instead of constantly feeling down.
0: Wow, that's actually, that's really nice. So it's kind of, so the people that you've interviewed with chronic illnesses, they've seen that nothing else really works. So all they can really do is be positive and kind of live in a moment that they have.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so kind of with growth mindset it uh, comes leadership too. Do you do anything differently to try to incorporate um, good quality reporting?
1: Yeah, um, well, so traditionally, what we've always been told makes a good journalist is showing both sides of the story. And that's very true. Um, But something that's come up recently in a lot of conversations, um, you know, ethical conversations, is the importance of informing the community and sharing true information. So sometimes when you are covering something and there might be, you know, two different um, thoughts on that controversial topic, one is more backed up by science than the other. Here, I I guess it's easier if I give an example, Um, like climate change, for example. We have the science to prove that it is in fact happening and that it's human caused. And so I'm afraid that it can be damaging sharing with people the viewpoint that it's non-existent because I feel like it's my job as a journalist to not spread false information since it's our job to keep people informed. So, um, you know, I think, as a journalist, I, I have to really think about the stories that I'm covering, and if I'm controversial, I'm thinking, okay, what are the different viewpoints? Um, are both of the viewpoints valid and backed up by facts? If so, share both viewpoints. If not, I mean, it's it's important to let people form their own opinions, um, but also keep them informed. You can tell people, you know, this is what they think, but this is what science says. So yeah, I think that's something that has really been illuminated in the journalism world recently.
0: I agree. I've kind of noticed that too, with trying to figure out what's fact and what's fiction. So another question kind of off topic with that is um, what do you recommend for people to kind of fact check their sources either, uh, I guess, TV news or just reading the newspaper?
1: Yeah. So funny you ask that. I'm actually working on a story this week about debunking Myths about the COVID vaccine, because there are so many out there and so many spreading across social media. And uh, one of the groups that I interviewed is NewsGuard, and they're actually a service that you could download if you wanted. And they they go through a whole like nine step process of finding which sources are are valid and which ones aren't. Um, but I, myself, you know, when, when looking at sources, I mean, as a journalist, you start to know who's reliable and who isn't, but if you, if you don't know that, I mean, really think about, you, you really have to think about how you're consuming your news. And, um, so the person who you're getting your news from think who, um, what is their motivation, who is, um, financially backing them, um, and, you know, just really, think about what they're what they're trying to put forward. and Like I said, what their motivation could be, because, um, you know, uh, I'm just like losing my train of thought. But, <laughs> <laughs> but do you understand what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because kind of see where the motivation is. If it's, you can kind of tell if previous stories have been like kind of slandering one person, and then or if it's kind of trying to report on all the facts, you can kind of tell if they're more biased or not on a certain For story. sure.
1: Like they could have an, ag- an agenda or they just want to inform the public. So it's important to really think about what they're trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's very important. I think nowadays.
1: Yeah. Cause there's so many, you know, sources and opinions out there with the internet before people just had that one voice that they knew and trusted when they watched cable and now they can get their information from anywhere and you know people think oh if i read it it's true but that's unfortunately that's not the case anymore i mean anybody could write anything and and publish it on the internet so we really have to be more vigilant about the news that we're consuming oh
0: yeah definitely um before we wrap things up is there anything you would like to let the listeners know before you go
1: I think I would just want to say after a year of so much divide and difficulty that we really need to just come together and love each other and realize that we're all human beings and um, you know, just, just do our best to be kind to each other um, because I, I really think that's what gets us through these difficult times
0: definitely love is the greatest yeah weapon.
1: I love love <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh thank you for your time yeah today. for
1: sure thanks for having me
0: so that kind of wraps up our interview with Elizabeth Ruiz it's important to see the positives in life whether petting your dog or reading a nice book it is more present now than ever to stay positive and to be nice to people on episode six we welcome Boulder County Commissioner Miss Marta Lochman to talk about the election thank you for listening and have a great day